This is Kanzen Shu, the podcast, episode 356 for the week of February 23rd, 2014. What up, hey else? Welcome to a Kanzen Shoe. The podcast? And extent why are you questioning that? An extent because of, we haven't had one in so long. The all-encompassing Dragon Ball fan site. Content shoe. That's right, we cover anything and everything Dragon Ball in hopes of enlightening and a little bit of entertaining. As a uh one Mr. Iron Man once said, it is good to be back. Hello, Heath, Mr. Hujia, sir. Well, thank you for having me. You're welcome. Yes. We we actually attempted this. What, twice? I feel like I've been trying to do a a show a a few times over the last few weeks and work and sickness and family stuff and just... We were five minutes away from doing one last week. It's all good. So we got you. That leaves me, Mike Fujito, E to the X. Hi. Hi. You want to talk about Dragon Ball? I came prepared for other things, but if you want to do that... Well, what are you prepared for? (laughs) You got nothing. I know you got nothing. Dude, February 2014. Is this really real? Is this Dragon Ball in the modern era for reals? You're going to wake up tomorrow and it's all going to have been a dream. I certainly hope so. Uh, So hi, hi. It's uh, wonderful to be back. Here we are. Episode, what did I say? 356 of the show. You are indeed coming into the show with brand new recap music. Yes. So episodes one through 199, we used, well, I was going to say prologue and subtitle, but we only use prologue. Prologue one from DBZ. And then 200 to 291, we used prologue two from a DBZ. And then at 292, we switched over to the Dragon Ball GT prologue music. And so here we are, 356, 64 episodes after that. Where would we go? Well, the timing just seems to work out so wonderfully. The announcement of the re-continuation of Dragon Ball Kai. Here we are with uh, <laughs> Yamamoto Kai recap music. Well, you have to. You have to. You absolutely have to. There's no no one out there like my man Yamamoto. Now, Heath, uh, a lot of people asked, and this is actually why I didn't start this way. The original Dragon Ball TV series didn't have a, uh, a set standard every single episode recap music. That is correct. So uh, that's why. And it actually, it, it really evolved throughout the beginning of the series. Yeah, it totally did. Yeah. Even just the very first episode, they didn't really have everything set mm, the way yeah. they you can totally wanted tell. it to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's kind of neat to see those things. Like even in, um, what, the episode 200 of Dragon Ball Z. Uh-huh. They, they still didn't have things set. The the eye catch angle yep. was different. And yeah, it's just, it's really fun to see some of those things as they're like, Oh crap, we gotta switch this over, but we only have a week to do it. And the eye catch there starting out the boo arc, it would start and end on different frames and carry over mm-hmm. longer than other times until it kind of gets standardized. And, yep. you know, going back to the first TV series, I think back, this is pretty standard, but it's something different. They did all the Tenkaichi Budokai episodes. The uh, title card would oh, have uh, yes. the special title card. The gong. Show. Yep. Very cool stuff. Dragon Ball is a cool series. And so we gather, let's say, weekly to talk about it let's say in your ears on the internet heathman i just said february has been crazy i know it's uh it's 1989 all over again you would think so from the the monumental news that is coming out there has been just too much news for us to cover all the little things i'm trying to think of what some of the little stories are uh, I mean, even J-Stars is almost a little story compared mm-hmm. to some of these other things. So, Will I go in and, 
and I keep seeing all these news drafts pop up. And then I'm looking <laughs> at them, and like some are two weeks old, yep. and some of them are a week old. And it's just like, oh, yeah, that happened, and then something else happened, and we forgot about it. I never forget about them, but other things just get too important and too soon and there is one in there from 2012 that totally is <laughs> i believe we should publish that no i don't want to <laughs> are you talking about the music one yes yep <laughs> i think i started writing that during a slow week and then as soon as you think it's a slow week boom and i'm pretty sure that's what happened so we'll we'll go with that we'll toss that out so heath you and i we will cover some of the biggest news stories pretty much over the course of the entire february here uh theoretically our topic we might do we'll see if we get to it that's talking a little bit about viz's first print edition of the full color comic the cyan arc volume one I actually just published my written review today uh, we may or may not get to that this episode i'm kind of leaning toward not just because we have so much to talk about and Kai is part of that, and that's going to be a larger news dissection. So uh, we definitely have news. We definitely have who's that character, and we have a bunch of website stuff to talk about, projects that have been posted and may be coming soon. So we do actually have kind of a full episode. We even have your feedback about Kai right now. Man, let's... uh, It's going to be nice. Let's Hmm. jump into it, dude. Let's do it. I kind of want to start with this one because this is something that we're pretty much the only ones doing out there in terms of Dragon Ball and financial analysis. And uh, I think that it's one of our strengths that really helped us a couple weeks ago with Mm -hmm. the Toriko and Dragon Ball Kai article that we put up. It's one of those things that as boring as it sounds and as boring as is to actually just go and look at all the numbers, Mm -hmm. it can tell you so much of what's going on more behind the scenes than what they're willing to just blatantly come out and tell you you know it's very different doing the japanese side of things too because these are all public companies and they have to report on things right we had funimation under navarre for a while and i feel like that was the only short period of time where we could talk about financial stuff and make predictions and analysis that seemed like it would come true because we were actually making predictions based on solid numbers now that they're a private company again we don't know what the fuck is going on and we can never call what it is that happens with Funimation. Whereas with Toei and Bandai Namco, now the formal name switch going on, I feel like we can really look at these numbers and say, yeah, this is where they're heading and this is probably what's going to happen. And if you have any business sense, and if they have any business sense, and you hope they do, usually they're in sync. So uh, the most recent thing we covered, uh, I thought it was quarter two, it's actually quarter three fiscal 2014 figures from Bandai Namco. Um, So yeah, they made money. You expect that. So I want to talk about Dragon Ball here, of course. Dragon Ball is back on that top performing list. The thing is, they've expanded that top performing list. <laughs> yes. It used to be five. Sometimes they would only do four, but uh, they expanded it. It's uh, at number six here. Dragon Ball overall for Bandai Namco brought in 7.3 billion yen the nine months of the fiscal year. They're projecting 11.7, which is a jump from last year's 8.9, but actually just about even with two years ago, 11.8. So they're projecting 11.7 up from 8.9, about equal a year before that. 
with 11.8. Heath, what are you kind of attributing this to? Because, um, you know, we look at these toys and hobby merchandise numbers here. This is the non-video game stuff. It did 4.9 billion. They're forecasting six for the year, which is a jump over both previous years. So something we've talked about for years, you put Dragon Ball Kai on TV, things dip, you take it away. Suddenly the toys and the hobby stuff goes back up. What's going on? We got Kai coming back to TV. Can I we know. expect number I'm dips? I'm scared. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with Battle of Gods. You think Battle of Gods? Um, How about Heroes? Well, yeah, that too. That definitely falls under this category. Um, will it drop? I, gosh, I don't know. Probably. If I feel like, especially for Bondi, that it's more cyclical. Mm, we'll, we'll get yeah. it up year, it goes down, then it comes back up the next year. Totally. And it just kind of goes like that, especially depending on when a video game was released, if there was one. Yeah. Uh, for the franchise. But when you have a huge movie like that tied in with Dragon Ball Heroes and a video game, yeah, I, I could definitely see it go up. I think Heroes is really important because Dragon Ball Kai didn't have Heroes. We had Dragon Battlers right. and before that, Bakuretsu Impact and all the, all the various games yeah, there. All the but... Dragon Battlers cards that I got with all the releases. It's like, what do I do with these? I know. Can you, you're probably the wrong person to ask. Can you use the Dragon Battlers cards in Heroes? Probably not. I doubt it. Hmm. Yeah, what the hell do you and do? The, and those now? are actually still Dragon Ball Kai. Right, that's true. Yeah. Which is always kind of funny because for the longest time, even after it ended, I would see the logo out there. What the hell are they still using Kai for? I know. <laughs> and, oh, it's Battlers. <laughs> right. Okay. Or they would put both logos, like there'd be a Kai logo and a Z logo. I think yep. that was on like the uh, the Raging Blast game. So. so we'll definitely keep an eye on it this year because I am really curious to see what happens when Kai comes back out. Yep. And I'm definitely yep. curious to see what kind of merchandising we get. Are they going to attack it a little differently than they did last time? Mm-hmm. So you know, This is one of the stories that I felt wasn't really important enough to put in the lineup here but the capsule r figures mm -hmm. perfectly timed the boo arc figures coming uh, a little bit later i think in june they're due out and i think we'll kind of see a lot of that mm -hmm. so. Mm -hmm. so you think they'll do kind of this soft merchandising around kai because that's what it feels like but it's still such a recent announcement that i mean we don't even have a full website yet i think so and i also think that when they do start releasing a little more merchandise not only will we see a kai logo but we will also see a z logo with mm, I agree, it i agree uh possibly with a tie-in with battle of gods yeah since it is so recent and was fairly popular in japan yep. so i don't know we'll, we'll kind of keep an eye on it because i'm i'm really curious what they're gonna do i'm sure they've really brainstormed this One considering hope. where we came from a lot of people never thought it would see the light of broadcast television in japan <laughs> i sure hear so. you all right so since we're talking about bandai namco i'm gonna hit up a couple quick battle of z stories and i'll turn it over to you for jocko but uh in terms of battle of z it was pretty much the standard release cycle for a dragon ball game in japan where it comes out does a pretty good first week sells about half that the second week and then it's off the chart on the third week i mean that is exactly what you see with these games. So after the uh, second week, which is, again, all we can go back to, the PS3 version in Japan is up to a little over 38,000 copies. The Vita version was doing pretty well. Uh, that was down on the, the lower side of the chart. 360 version, Japan, lols, you're never going to see that chart there in any way, shape, or form. Uh, maybe it did tens of copies. Uh, we don't get these great, perfect, exact numbers over here with the NPD figures in North America. And the NPD figures have just been retracted more and more 
more and more with those subscriptions. You really don't get solid numbers, and Dragon Ball is never going to be on an MPD list. So uh, we, we mostly track the Japanese numbers. Uh, that's where we're at. Uh, in terms of other Battle of Z stuff, Heath, I've actually been playing Battle of Z more on the Vita than I have on the PS3. Uh, it's Really? Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like it does a pretty good job as a pick up and play a round or two kind of game. And to be mm-hmm. able to keep the Vita just in sleep mode with Battle of Z just constantly loaded, because memory's finally done with Persona 4, so I get the Vita back. So I can just keep it in sleep mode on Battle of Z. You know, I pick it up, I do a couple rounds. I did the, uh, was it the 10 minutes or the 150 Frieza Soldier A's the other day? I mean, you do a few of those. And I've been enjoying it on the Vita. And I'd say there's two, de- and we're going to have a full review on the game at some point but two downfalls on the vita to me is it does have a little bit of slowdown when things get a little hectic and this dub only but apparently that last issue is going to be addressed the uk branch of bandai namco uh the tweet here we're happy to announce that there will be an incoming update to dragon ball z battle of z for ps vita to include japanese voices so uh i'm pretty excited about that and the north american branch was like um looking into it stay tuned so <laughs> we uh hopefully can i think they kind of got caught by surprise maybe the european branches digging into things and announcing it ahead of everyone else but i'm pretty psyched for that uh there's only so much body don't fail me body don't fail me body don't fail me that i can take <laughs> yeah i i really <laughs> i need my cast i really do so uh, i'm i'm really looking forward to that super strange that they did not include the japanese voice cast because the the file size is not extravagant over on the vita so i'm not sure what was up there but um i really got to get myself a bigger memory card i think i'm finally going to import the 64 gig one just going to bite the bullet and do it i was talking to mary and i'm like oh you know i get a best buy gift card maybe i'll just get the the 32 gig and she looks at me and she goes you know you're not going to be happy unless you get the biggest one like this is why you're my wife because you know me better So you should always go for that. Yep. So uh, we'll we'll keep uh, you posted on that. The only other thing I want to talk about is uh, S Shadow five thousand one. I don't know how he wants to pronounce that. Maybe it's Shadow five zero zero one. So Shadow. So the, the way that systems handle installs and DLC and all that stuff can be different from region to region. Right. Apparently, the DLC for the Japanese version of Battle of Z on the Xbox three sixty will work. With the European Battle of Z. So Super Vegito and Super Saiyan Bardock showed up there. They're for sale in Japan at 300 yen a pop. So uh, if you're on 360, you might want to try around and uh, see if you can get those working. Because right now it's looking like, no, they're not going to sell them. I can confirm that uh, it does not work so much that way over on PS3. DLC is uh, much more region restricted over there. Yes. So I did notice that you actually get uh, both the PS3 and the Vita versions of the downloads over there. So uh, if you're on the Sony ecosystem, you at least get that nice little bonus there. Sony is all about region locking. Uh, they're up and down with that. It's the digital stuff is far more so. I mean, with Microsoft, it's like no one's buying it over in Japan anyway, so they don't yeah, have. They any, don't really care. Like they only have your three hundred yen to gain. So uh, that's it for Battle of Z. Uh, Kieran, I know he was sick this this week. Uh, I was hoping to do a full review for a while now, but for me, it's I've been enjoying the. I, I want to save my thoughts because I have a lot of thoughts on it. I've been enjoying the what, game. What you're saying is it's not Final Fantasy. It's not Final Fantasy 14 and also Bravely Default came out. And I'm like, sorry, Dragon Ball. RPGs. Gots to have my RPGs. Heath, talk to me about Jocko a little bit. Well, there's this Vomic thing. You know, Tanuki says it every time and I think it every time. Every Because you just, you can't say Vomic without thinking of Vomit. It just, I'm sorry. All right. So quick recap. What is this Vomic? Uh, a vomic is a voiced comic and 
like all great Japanese words, mm-hmm. um, they like to take them and just combine them into one to make it easier to pronounce, supposedly. Yeah, let's say that. And then we translate it back into English, and it sounds an awful lot like a word that we use for something else. And yes. So that is where vomit comes from. Um, basically, it is the comic, and in this case, fully colored. Um, yep. And they have a voice cast that goes with it that basically just reads the lines, the panels come in, they go out. Some dialogue bubbles pop up sometimes. Yep. It's very nice. I mean, they do, it is. they do a much better job than I thought they would I'm, as far I'm as impressed. how panels are different sizes mm-hmm. and characters are placed in them differently. And they do actually a really good job of keeping everything nicely in frame. It's exactly what I would do, too, where it's kind of a, a slow pan over a longer one, and then maybe yeah. a horizontal one will pop up or a vertical one, and they kind of swipe them across. It's pretty good. I'm, I'm impressed for yeah. what it is. And so, uh, let's see, these first started coming out at the beginning of the month? Yeah. We're on the uh, third one, and they've been doing them weekly. So, like, February 7th or 8th was when the first one came out. And yeah, we've been doing one weekly, so we're up to the third one now. Eleven chapters. Will we get there? Well, they've promised four, and the fourth one's due out in a couple days. It'll be this week, I think the 28th. I'm pretty sure it's 7, 14, 21, 28th that these are coming out. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people said, like, mm, there's no voice listed for tights. And there's some reasons yep. why that may have been, but uh, we're not seeing voices for other than tights. I feel like everyone's kind of covered. You get Katayude in there, but they're moving pretty slow. I mean, we only just wrapped up chapter one. I know. <laughs> it's. I feel that they really broke it apart kind of weird yeah it was a little strange i guess it works especially if you just get them all and then you just watch them back to back to back which has been fun so i'm i'm interested to see where this goes it's definitely one of the first times i've actually paid attention to a vomic i agree um i know they've had them out for quite a while but they usually don't do too many major series or anything like that because it would just be ungodly long and you already have an anime adaptation that's the thing usually like naruto has an anime jocko does not uh heath jocko the dragon ball prequel yes by the way we're finally getting some more details about its uh collected home release although we're still kind of in the dark but that's par for the course of dragon ball stuff of course it's also on par for shueisha yeah so but yes originally we were supposed to get something was it january yeah january and uh somebody looked into it turns out hey it's gonna come out in april and lo and behold it will officially come out April 4th, 2014, the two days before Kai. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a busy time. Everything seems to revolve around Toriyama's birthday of April 5th, yeah. I feel like. Uh-huh. But anyway, there will be a regular edition, which will come out for 440 yen, or you can get the Super Elite version, which will have special packaging. That'll be 980 yen with tax. And this Super Elite edition will also come with three extravagant must have special items please tell me what they are i cannot contain my excitement i know right we will get an alternate reality postcard oh you wanted that we also get a jacko rubber key holder (laughs) you can make sure you say that last that last word there okay Okay. and last but not least yes yes a super elite okay badge uh i'm genuinely excited about that because i'm a 10 year old boy because i really want that badge and i will wear it to work 
if somebody sends me a badge. Jake can officially finally be a true real member of the Galactic I, Patrol, not just in name super only. elite. He will be. Uh, are you worried that the extra material such as Gine, and by the way, that is how you pronounce the name, uh, will be exclusive to the super elite version? You think it's going to be in both? What do you think? I don't know. I have a feeling that it's going to be in both. That's how I feel. Yeah. I, uh, my feeling, especially knowing Shueisha, they are not going to print two different versions mm, of something yeah. if they don't have to. Right. So I imagine the printed copies will be identical in pretty much every way, except one will possibly have a different dust jacket than the That's other. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. And one will come with all these special things. It, my interpretation is that the super elite is just so you can get these three childish Bonus items. Things, yeah. I just realized I'm probably going to buy both. I know. I planned on it. April 4th is a busy day. We got the Jocko coming out, the regular and the limited. We have Dragon Ball SD Volume 2, the collected edition, coming out that day. And we also have the three first, well, the first three volumes of the uh, Artificial Humans and Cell full color comic from Shueisha, which we're going to talk about shortly here. It's a big day. And then Kai's like right then. Happy birthday, Toriyama. Here's a bunch of shit you didn't do. Yep. Well, well he did Jocko. Well, yeah. And I'm sure he get, he'll get a nice check for it <laughs> he will uh so speaking of viz and full color stuff not speaking of viz but about to speak of viz i can't remember who it was i'm pretty sure my prediction was that viz would stick through to the end of the frieza arc in uh their weekly shonen jump was it you that said they're going to wrap it up with the cyan arc i know you weren't on the predictions episode itself no, that was not me. Julian was on. I think he may have said this, but I can't yeah, remember I if you and I were talking him. about if it. I, if I said it, it was what I typed, and I don't believe I made that prediction. Someone did. Several people did. And those yeah. people were correct. Viz has now... St- canceled isn't the right word, but they've taken the full-color version out of their digital weekly Shonen Jump. It will now continue as print only. So it did get through the entire uh, Cyan arc. Yeah, I would just... Kind of consider it a promotional run. It sort of, it sort of was, yeah. And it was always in the back, which kind of infers low popularity. But or it's not what they're pushing. Yeah, yeah. So they will continue print only. We now have the first print edition, and it covers a lot of that material. There's going to be three Cyan arcs. Uh, We know the numbering based on the Japanese release. Cyan arc was three print volumes, and then the Frieza arc was five print volumes. And Viz will just be continuing onward. Uh, Volume two is due out April 1st, so right around time is a bunch of other Japanese stuff. And then volume three is due out June 3rd. Then hopefully we'll move into Frieza after that. And that kind of ties in nicely with, all right, well, what about the rest of it? Because in Japan, they put those out, and that was kind of it. They did the entire rest of the series digitally. Yes, they did everything from volume one all the way to 42, all 519 chapters. Well, they kind of pulled a Funimation where they started over here and then they went back and did over this over yep. here and then they did this and then they kind of filled in the holes and then they looped back around again. And Well, they're like, we're going to start with Dragon Ball Z and yeah. there may be plans for Dragon Ball. And then when they released the very first volume of Dragon Ball Z, boom, right. they gave you all of Dragon Meanwhile, Ball. everything was done and ready to go. <laughs> Clearly, yeah. for it's about like, five oh years. God. Well, not five years. I forget the time. No, right. well, maybe it was five years. Was it two thousand nine? Two thousand six? No, it wasn't two thousand six. I hey, I have a website. I can look. It Someone up. wrote about it in their review, and I'm gonna go check there. June two thousand nine is when they started, sir. Damn I it. was correct. Nine six, whatever. Turn upside down. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> so the full color yes. will be continuing print in Japan. We do know that the Cell Arc will be six volumes and the Boo Arc will be six volumes. We know those are coming. They said uh, these three are coming and then more details to follow. And that'll be so six volumes each for yep. each arc. And oddly enough, the last volume was will have been released almost exactly a year from when this next volume comes out. Uh, the Frieza arc, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's been a while. Uh, they're also so, increasing the price a little bit, but I mean, yeah, not too surprised. Um, do you think this was because they want to put it out before Viz? Did it do okay? It was tough because there was such a long period of time between the sign, the Frieza arc, and now this stuff. And those were, they were what they were, but they were also mm-hmm. a lead up to Battle of Gods. I mean, there was all the Toriyama Q&A stuff and even tidbits yeah. about Battle of Gods. And then Battle of Gods I came out and it's like, okay. It just makes a lot of sense for them to do it at this point. You got Kai coming. Just because Kai is coming back yeah. and it's a really nice tie-in. Well, doesn't this bring it back to the problem with Kai the first time around was that all the merchandise was just the same old merchandise. Full color comic, it may be in color, but it's still just the comic. But it's also only 12 issues. I guess. So it's not like it's a whole lot. I know. I I really hope they have something else up their sleeve. I do too. Because I wouldn't say that this could be disastrous, but this is is not going to entice the new fans. I mean, they already have the manga passed down from the parents and their older siblings. To me, will entice completus. Yeah, it's for us. And that may be about it. And I think even it was kind of funny when they advertised it. Julian caught it. I didn't even catch it at first, but they. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> they they put down the wrong number of volumes for was it the freeze arc? Yeah, the free, they said the freeze arc was six volumes. It's only five though. So that was kind of funny. Like they they're not even paying attention no, to themselves. They're not. They just want to get these things out the door. This is how unimportant it is to Shueisha that they're not even writing the right number of volumes. Hey Bob. Uh, how many volumes was this arc? Uh, I think it was, uh, six. Yeah, because these ones are six, too. Okay, I'm going to go with that. I love how you think there's a guy named Bob working at Shueisha. Okay, Bob. <laughs> Bob. That. Bob is my go-to. I'm with you there. I use Bob a lot. Heath? Yes. Vegito. I shook my head so hard at this. I think I gave myself whiplash. Really? Because I just looked at the uh, photo Julian sent me and I said, well, why not? I just... I I agree with a lot of people that posted comments on this. I I've just given up. I I love heroes. I don't get me wrong. I love heroes, but basically everyone's going to have every single flipping transformation ever. By the time this is all said and done. You want to talk about a bargain sale. This is the mm-hmm. bargain sale. Super Saiyan 3 flying off the shelves. Yeah. Can't keep it in stock. Even Vegeta was like, I got to get me that. And how many characters are just skipping straight past Super Saiyan 2? Yeah, long hair, that looks good. Well, no, Bardock has Super Saiyan 2. Yeah, that's true. Which is just so, kind of like... So it's only a matter of time before he's Super Saiyan 4. God. Uh, so yes, Vegito as a part of Jakuryu Mission, Evil Dragon Mission 3, JM3. Thank you, I appreciate that. All right, I hate you all. It's now getting <laughs> Super Saiyan 3. Of course he is. There's a fun backstory to that, but um, yes. So Super Saiyan three, it's happening. Why not? You know, why not, Heath? Why not? Uh, eventually, it, it just goes to show that Dragon Ball Heroes literally can last forever because now it sets the bar. Wait, wait, wait! Can it? Because every every character, because now they can all get Super Saiyan four, 
And then everyone eventually can just become gods. They will run out. They will run out of science and they will run out of transformations. It'll take a while, but they will run out. But they can create like elite science. They can just do more fusions like baby and yeah. Janemba together again. I don't, I don't know. That's where I, we're heading. It's just, it's really weird to watch some of the gameplay where all of a sudden you transform all of your characters to Super Saiyan 3 and they're all taking on, know. you know, like Android 18. <laughs> like, what? Yep. We we need all these Super Saiyan 3s because we need more hit points so we can actually win. Why? <laughs> because cards. I know. That's that's the gist of it all. Heroes but. is doing really well. It is. Somebody had to come on here and play Devil's Advocate. Okay. I don't even know what to say because the, nothing in Heroes surprises me anymore. No, it really doesn't. I don't it even does have not. negative feelings about it. I'm just like, okay, sure, let's go. Maybe, maybe someday I will be in that boat. I like what they're doing. And then at the same time, I just hit my head against the desk and go, what are they doing? So something <laughs> you know? I, I see Super Saiyan Prime in our form constantly tossing this out there. And I don't disagree saying his quote is it is extremely creatively bankrupt. I completely agree mm-hmm. 100%. At the same time, it's making money. That's what I was just going to say. If it's if it's paying the bills and the kids are buying it, whatever. If this go can help it. fund other experiments, like I even consider Battle of Z an experiment. If it mm-hmm. can help us do other new things, I'm kind of all for it. All I say is long is it stays its own separate thing and out of my main series, then that I don't have. Oh, uh, you're one of those people. Keep this out of my holy series. No, it's just, I, I just treat it as its own separate thing. And it is. It totally is. It. Exactly. We got to talk about Kai now. Do we? But before we talk about Kai, we need to talk about this. Fight with courage, fight with honor, fight on Dragon Ball Z. Fight with power, fight with spirit, fight on Dragon Ball Z. Through the fire, through the battle, we will never give in. Never give in. Fight on through till the battle ends. Uh, so Link Dude took it upon himself to answer one of, seriously, the most important long-standing questions we have ever had in Dragon Ball fandom, and that is, who was the vocalist on Get That Dragon Ball from Funimation's 1995 dub of the TV series? Turns out that Peter Baring composed it, we knew that, but the performance was from a one Mr. Dave Steele. So Link Dude was like, all right, does Dave Steele have a website? Yep, he does. Oh, so the theme song to the Theoretical Ocean dub of Kai is up on this page. You mean the dub that does not exist, but does? <laughs> right. We Again, we've had these two levels of Dragon Ball Kai vaporware. Number one was the fact that it was continuing into the Majin Buu arc, which it's a real thing. Now we know it's a real thing. Ocean dub? Lols. Total lols. But, <laughs> but, this is almost the first real public sort of confirmation other than just people talking about it in a theoretical sense here is a tangible thing that was produced for that thing i was amazed it was even on his page and it's been up there since september and it's just no one found it because it was just a thing called dragon ball z kai on a page for a dude that sings songs he's just primarily a studio musician he he lends his vocal credits you can hire him to do stuff and he's obviously been doing stuff for 20 plus years uh going back even further so heath (laughs) what do we say i mean i'm I'm trying not to laugh this goes back 
to uh, the podcast. It was Voice Print with Trevor Duvall. When we first really got information about this, it was, was it Kirby M that was on there? Talking about how he re-auditioned for, I don't know if it's Moro or Moreau, so I just call him Kirby M. He had to re-audition for his role of Goku, and they said he was too cool sounding. And that's when we started hearing about a lot of recasts for, apparently, yes, they acknowledged that it was being dubbed in Texas, but they were doing their own version as well, separately, being mm-hmm. recorded up there in Vancouver. We censored a lot of things that uh, Frieza was being recast over in there as well, kind of mirroring the Funimation dub. But it's been years, man and there's still nothing to show for it and then there were quotes about well they wanted to wait for the entire thing to be done and then there was this boo arc hanging over everyone so they waiting for that as well i continue to ask this question and we'll get to this momentarily is the boo arc of kai even relevant here five years later but before we get to that heath your thoughts on fighting with courage great song is it um i want a full length i do too i can't even be mad about this anymore this kind of stuff no i can't i'm not at all when we got this email I think it was like a Saturday morning or something like that. And I just like almost fell out of bed when I read it <laughs> on my phone. Yeah. I was like, you, you've got to be shitting me. And sure enough, I listened to it. I said, this is pure gold. This is gold. Is it because we're just older and apathetic is not the right word. It is absolutely no. incorrect. No. But this is so different from the leak of Step Into the Grand Tour when I'm pretty sure I threw quite a few F-bombs in my news update that day. Yeah. Very, very different. Is it because it's not... <laughs> I don't want to say rap is stupid because I I am of the G-Funk era. I'm not dissing rap. In my Dragon Ball... While Gohan is crawling along the ground, armless, not necessarily the right place for the music. This, this is hokey and hysterical. Exactly. It's just, it's one of those things that it's so funny that you can't help but not watch. You just, you got to stand there and go, wow, somebody did this. I can't wait. I hope this is the real thing. I can't wait. It has to happen now. That's all I'm convinced of. So Heath, how about that uh, boo arc? How about it? That's the thing now. now. Now that it's a thing... Maybe we can finally get this dub out. Let's actually start here. So by now, you all know, yes, Kai is continuing into the boo arc. We've known for a while. Thank you, Mayumi Tanaka. So I I tossed out there on Twitter. Are you looking forward to the return of Dragon Ball Kai this year? What about it are you excited for? If not, why? Here's the really interesting thing. This is us tweeting this out here. Konzenshu. You know what our focus is here on the site. I'm surprised, yet I'm not surprised at all at what these responses are. So I kind of want to go through a few here. Uh, First one actually hitting us up, Steve Yurko from uh, over on the One Piece podcast. I'm just looking forward to the dub and hoping the new music isn't too jarring. This is going to be a recurring theme in these responses. Mm -hmm. I've I've heard that a lot from people over the past couple weeks, even on our forum. Yeah. A lot of people are just like, you know, all I care about is I want to know what the dub's going to be like. Because I think for one of the first times in the franchise, especially in North America, it was we're going to get something consistent from the start to the end. A lot of the casting to most people was done correctly. They liked everything about it original music <laughs> yeah thanks Hamamoto. it's like there you go that's that's what we need and then yeah the whole music debacle just completely screwed north america consistency but, yeah okay whatever all right so i want to do a couple more here and we'll kind of flip back around um joe buddy tanuki funimation is dub 
DBZK is the only way I watch DBZ in English, and now it'll be complete. Insert Kai ain't DBZ argument here. Uh, Kieran says, nope, because it was supposed to end at the Cell Games. My uncle works for Toriyama and wrote the Konzenshu. And that is how you get yourself uninvited from this podcast. No, I'm just kidding. We'll hear from Karen soon with the Battle of Z review. Uh, let's see. Demon Core agreed. Kai is Funimation's second chance at a good dub. The Japanese version just seems unnecessary and redundant. I'd only be excited for the Japanese version if they didn't reuse Z's old footage and it was a completely new animation. You know, you go back to my review back when Kai was first starting. Kind of my, my general thesis at the time as I reviewed Funimation's release was the dub needed it far more than the Japanese version ever did. Japan didn't need Kai at all. The home release had only just come out for the first time ever through the boxes and then the singles. And everyone had just finished buying them within the last two years. And yeah, Kai was the 20th anniversary, but they had already been celebrating for a few years. And for what everyone has already said here, a dub, I don't want to say was a necessity, but it certainly made far more sense. Then uh, Soulful Chris jumped in and said, I'll see y'all in another 20 years. <laughs> I think for the uh, exciting new celebrations. And I think that may be a lot of people. All right. So, Heath, the news itself is, yeah, Dragon Ball Kai is coming back for the Boo Arc. It starts in April. Uh, I thought it wasn't going to air on TV. Surprise, surprise. Are we really surprised? Because, I mean, she said that and at that time. Maybe that made sense. But I felt like the longer it went, it's like, no, you're totally going to put this on TV. Well, but she also and and we're talking about uh, Tanaka Mayumi. And she also said in that post that they told them that they weren't going to put it on TV, but they all want it mm-hmm. to be on TV. So you kind of knew <laughs> I think it was heading there. Um, it was headed that way. Whether it was going to be right now, I think the original plan was to do international and then come back, and maybe at some point mm-hmm. it would be on TV. But the slow demise of Toriko has just opened a giant chasm in Fuji TV that they need to fill. <laughs> right. And um, when you have a show that's pretty much almost entirely already produced Um, (laughs) everything's already recorded and it's just sitting there about to ship out to north america presumably Um, you kind of go hey hmm maybe we should use that especially since we got higher ratings with it yeah i mean people have rightfully pointed out that toriko didn't do bad in ratings but our point is a rehash of an old show did better in ratings yes than a brand new show that's currently in serialization right. in Weekly Shonen Jump. Um, so Kai is restarting April 6th. It's taking back its time slot back into the Dream 9 slot or alongside its buddy One Piece. Uh, it's like this weird justification, but not. Does that make any sense? Kai is just the weirdest son of a bitch. It really is. I'm. I'm really... I am personally excited to have it back just because... Are you? <laughs> it, will, it will give something every week. I was thinking about that. And that's and I'm like, about it. I'm like, yeah, that, that's going to be cool. Wait, that means we got to keep up with all the news updates and there's going to be eye catches and maybe there'll be more insert songs and there's going to be new music. So there's going to be more soundtrack. God damn it. Yep. It's more fun for us. It's that cycle all over that's, again. <laughs> that's the only thing that kind of has me a little excited. I think it's the webmaster. Oh my god! You, going, you are Goku. You're looking at this challenge ahead of you, and you're like, "I'm, I am. I'm terrified, but I'm pretty excited at the same time." I've already had tweets from people who are like, "I'm just gonna sit back and watch you guys 
handle this on a week to week basis. I'm like, I'm I'm getting ready. <laughs> there will be a complete meltdown at some point, probably oh, around yes. April seventh. I, I was thinking to myself the other day, I'm like, you know, since it's been over two years, I gotta go I gotta figure out like all my old resources that I used and like, <laughs> I know. like damn it. All right, bookmarks, please don't <laughs> fail me. That's the thing is this this cycle feels so long ago and mm-hmm. yeah, I mean it did start five years ago. That that's kind of a long I mean, a lot of websites don't last five years. It's What's kind of ironic, I guess, is that it started on its 20th anniversary and then went to the wayside. Right. And then now it's back five years later on its 25th anniversary. Yeah, I guess we should say it's the 25th anniversary of the Dragon Ball Z anime TV series. And this year will also be the 30th anniversary of the entire franchise going back to the manga proper. Back to 1984. Mm -hmm. What else is there to say? I mean, this... It was announced, and I'll put that in air quotes, in uh, this month's issue of V-Jump. V-Jump. Which is the, because it's February, so that's the April issue of V-Jump. And of course, all that stuff leaks a couple days early. But then V-Jump's own website on the next info page (laughs) had a splash image. It actually updated before Toei updated. It did. It was like, yep, it's starting (laughs) on April 6th at this time. Like, oh, okay then. So what did we do? Because we are great webmasters mike ran to his computer and we basically typed up the entire post like an entire day ahead of time because we knew it was coming oh man they just left the image up there for days i know okay i guess it was hilarious i guess we're we're doing this now so yeah it became a thing and um yeah it's gonna happen i can't believe that it's coming back april 6th yeah i I feel like that's just so soon because what was it one day you and i sat down we were going over some of uh toriko's numbers yeah you were kind of projecting uh may that we might get to i was that was going to be into june really yeah and it was just like at the pace they're going so Either they're going to end whatever current story arc they're in, mm-hmm. they're going to end it early. Yeah, skip stuff. Or, or... they're going to like jam pack five chapters an episode. Man. So even Kai didn't do that. No. So it's, it's kind of going to be interesting to see what they do. But then it's it's really funny to see it happen to the Toriko fandom, kind of like it happened to Dragon Ball, where I have just had a mere curiosity, gone to other forums and message boards, and people are like, well, so what's going to, is it canceled? Is it on hiatus? Are they moving it to a different channel? It's like, welcome to three years ago. It's like, <laughs> I feel like everything they're typing is what we typed. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's just really, really weird to have this happen. There's kind of nothing else to say. I mean, this is just the first announcement. And we're mm-hmm. at the point now in the news cycle. Okay, it's been announced. We're still waiting on a formal website update, but we're going to start getting things like they got to announce the new composer at some point. Yeah. Well, my question, one of the first things I thought of was, well, the series ended a little prematurely because of the earthquake and tsunami. Um, so the 98th episode never aired like originally planned because everything was off by a week and they had already set Toriko's start date. So that was a bonus episode, have you say, mm-hmm. um, that pieced together the Ano Yoichi Budokai mm-hmm. and basically Goku and Kaio walking around. So are they actually going to air that to start things off as a leap in or are they redoing that episode at all to make it tie in a little better that's what i'm really curious 
kind of see how they're going to handle that. I don't know. Or the, do they completely skip it? Their preview of the Afterlife tournament was like, man, there's a lot of strong guys out there. Wouldn't it be cool mm-hmm. for Goku to go do this? I mean, I think it would work the way it is. I think they can just leave it as is and but, not even address it. Yeah. So, but I'm kind of curious, are they even going to air it? Oh, episode 98? Yeah. Nah. No. You don't think so? I don't know. I don't think so. No. Maybe maybe we should have a little friendly wager on this. You want to have a gentleman's bet of $1? Sure. All right. I bet you that the episode 98 remains a home video exclusive. It's not. Okay. You know, they're not going to pick up there. They're going to start with the boo arc. Why would they go back to show that stuff? Well, that's what I was saying is I think what they might end up actually doing is air, you know, what would we would consider the 99th episode and then have air this after before kind of do an hour. I don't know. Maybe like an, I don't know. an hour block, preempt one piece for the week. Nah. I don't know. Nah. Um, nah, now that I think about it, is they, they could do something like that just to celebrate its return to TV, do an mm-hmm. hour of Kai. That Because they're also going to be airing for the first time in Japan, Battle of Gods. I don't know. So it could be an entire just Dragon Ball day of awesomeness especially because it's kikuchi kai and we're gonna have mm-hmm. a new composer i don't know it'd be kind of weird i really juxtaposed. see that's why i'm really torn because are they gonna edit it at all to redo the music or they like just that specific episode <laughs> episode 90 no they're gonna go back and rescore for a second time for a third musical score the entirety of kai wouldn't that be hilarious though i don't think i can deal with that <laughs> Because oh. even the Yamamoto stuff, depending on different broadcasts, had two different Yamamoto tracks for certain episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there we are. We'll yes. get back into this news cycle as soon as they announce things. Again, the- I'm just really intrigued and excited. Has me going. I'm ready. I hear you. I'm ready. I'm going to, that first week's going to hit. I'm going to go, son of a bitch. Why did, <laughs> why was I excited for this? Exactly. All right. We've been going for a while, so I'm not going to talk about the full color manga. We'll save that for Fine. I'll talk about no, it. No. Let's go read the I like it. <laughs> I like it. The end. <laughs> Signed, Hujio. I think I talked about it the last time on the podcast, but I am still absolutely astounded at how large it is. Oh, yeah. It's huge. So if, if you haven't already, go read the review. Look at the pictures. It's really cool and if you haven't picked it up already i highly recommend it here's your short review looks gorgeous i'm concerned about the binding Mm -hmm. it's the old translation the end so heath most important question this episode who's that character now last time we did this and i knew this was going to happen but i wanted to leave it in there anyway i like giving people a little extra hint if they need it uh the character did say something about fusion and it does seem like it's gt related so that was indeed a one mr hidekatsu shibata as ishinron the one star dragon toward the end of dragon ball gt one of my favorite voice actors who doesn't have super primary roles in dragon ball i know him mm-hmm. mostly from other stuff although he, he was king choppa there are a lot of really good voice actors in dragon ball that only had minor roles. I think you and I talked about this earlier this month, the last episode we did. Mm-hmm. And I know we name dropped Megumi Hayashibara and some of the other folks that come in to do, if not one-off characters and kind of like minor, minor guest appearances. Yeah, It, it was the shit of its time. Mm-hmm. And you could totally tell because everybody wanted a piece of that. So Shibata, you, uh, if you're part of the, I'm going to call it the Shonen Holy Trio because you get back to D-O-N. Who's the D? <laughs> who's the O? Who's the N? Uh, you know yep. him as Sutter 
Naruto will be in Naruto. And then I, I know he's on a bunch of people in One Piece, but uh, Dragon was the first one that I knew Dragon. him as. Dragon. No, come on, Heath. Dragon. Dragon. Dragon, Dragon. Rock the wagon. Dragon Ball Kai. Here we go. This uh, The game that we play here, who's that character, is I play a clip. You guess who it is based on the context, based on whatever you can. We like to know who do you think it is? Where do you think this scene is from? You don't win anything in particular. It's just fun for your own personal pride. So that was last time here on the show. Here is the clip this time on the show. And then one more time, hear that again. Love to hear your thoughts. Keith, you see who it is on the outline. I don't mm-hmm. want to hear anything out of you, sir. Well, Nothing. I will no, just no, say... No. Okay, say something. That if people get this correctly, and I mean, even if it's just one person... You will have my admiration. There you go. Heath, uh, let's bring this show here to a close. I'm glad we finally got a chance to uh, gather our thoughts, come back to a show, a little laid back, mm-hmm. a little conversational, taking yep. the news as it comes. we got lots the of topics the, coming. Uh, the Kai news broke. I just said, Mike, when are we podcasting? <laughs> when is this going to happen? And he said, hey, some point. I said, well, that's fine. I'm... I'm really comfy on my couch right now. That's right. That's right. I forgot about that. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Uh, So let's talk about what's going on on the website. I already talked about that full Mm -hmm. color review, something that Julian and I worked on for a really long time. I think more than even reviews I post, this is something that had the most edits to it. I was going to say all the iterations. So many, so many. I, I watched from the sideline. And I was nauseous. We put up an article, uh, what is the name of the God of Destruction? I worked on this for a really long time. I mean, if you listen to the show, you know um, our policy at Konzenshu. I mean, this is mostly in recent times because Dragon Ball is old and we kind of already know everything about all the characters. But the way we do it is uh, until we have a solid factual confirmation of a name pun source, we usually go with a straight up romanization. If you go back and listen to the episodes, you hear us saying Birusu because that's the direct kana and we don't know what it's a pun on. We had theories, but we didn't want to say for sure. So this article dives into everything about it. Stuff you've already read, uh, Uh, If you check out the movie guide page, but I use a lot of other examples. I went to Mary's old fan subs and dug up the fan sub of DBZ movie three, because I think that is one of the best correlations for the uh, nonsensical bills spelling. I think that's the one that's changed a few minds because you look at that and you're Mm -hmm. like, yeah, none of us call him Taurus. Of course, that's not his name. I I was really happy to see you go all the way back to that. Man, it took some digging. I was in the dungeon. I was in the garage. I was behind the cat litter. I found it. I figured it'd be closer to your heart. (laughs) I keep Mary's movie three fans (laughs) up close to my heart. No. Yes. Don't just keep it under your pillow. No, I don't. (laughs) Uh, What else we got going on the website? I know you and I were talking earlier. We have a crap ton of projects that are going on. We have a lot of super secret hush-hush projects. We do. I'm kind of in review Um, mode, which is why... um, it's part of the reason why podcasts haven't been going on is I have been mm-hmm. playing a lot of Battle of Z. Yes, I've been playing Final Fantasy, but uh, there's a lot well, of... We won't talk about that. There's a lot of writing going on. Yes, a lot of writing. I hope people like words because we have a lot of those coming. <laughs> Do you want to use anything? What do you got? Um, well, you know, the biggest thing we've talked about before is the wiki. So mm-hmm. I've been working on that. Yep. It's coming along well. Um, I think we're getting close to maybe having some beta testers, but... You know, we'll see because every time I feel like I'm getting close, 
<laughs> then I work on a different project. Yeah. And yeah. Um, then Julie and I have, this is a project that I've probably been working on for about 10 years. <laughs> I've had so many iterations of it. It's crazy. And having Julian with his resources, finally, um, it's all coming together. And I am so happy. I can't even express it. But that will be on the website, hopefully soonish, because we've actually been putting a lot of time into it. Um, it involves a library and Julian taking a train to go there to look stuff up. Yeah, Julian so. made reservations for particular materials at the Prefectural Library in Osaka. It's something we've been talking about for months. And finally, he's just like, one night we were talking, he's like, I'm going to do it next week. It's like, okay. <laughs> if you like in-depth research, man, we got you covered. I, I don't think I've ever done so much research about one topic ever. It's insane. And then... On top of that, um, I have a project I'm actually working on with Jake. Um, cool. So that's kind of nice. Cool. And then, um, you know, just general site news upkeep. It's just been really busy because everything ties together. Oh, I've also been trying to prep for Dragon Ball Kai. Um, getting the rest of our <laughs> Dragon Ball Z episode pages ported over. If anybody's paid attention, I just today put up 10 more. So we're slowly getting there. I'm hoping to get all of the cell arc done before Kai starts. Every week, are you going to do animation <sighs> comparisons with all the reanimated scenes and all the comparison screenshots? Mm. Remember how that killed you five years ago? Yeah, and I didn't have a son then either, or a full-time job. <laughs> <laughs> I was is still getting my master's degree, so I don't know. It was, I mean, we still had separate sites at that time. It was mm -hmm. hysterical to watch from the sidelines and be like, and this is the point that broke Heath. This is when he stopped to do it. I think you could follow me along, and there literally was a day where I just said, oh my God, I'm done. It was about halfway through the sign arc, wasn't it? Um, We went all the way through the sign Did arc. you do those all, all the way through? 16 episodes. Oh, that's right. I was going to say around yep. ep six, episode 16, but that was the entirety of the sign arc. That's right. Yeah. And then we just said, you know what? We got the entire sign arc done. I can't. I can't do this anymore. No, no. All the editing was insane. It, it was really fun. I'm really glad I did it. No one should ever know that much about single episodes. Single ever. frames of single episodes. Yes. You know what my favorite part of the TV broadcast of Kai was? Was mm -hmm. the next episode preview with the Kiko Ho with the layer effect turned off? That was the funniest thing I had ever seen. And if you weren't paying attention, you'd never notice. But if you go through frame by frame, it's only in, I think, like two or three frames it looks like a special effect on top of it but if you know <laughs> adobe programs you, yep. you can tell that that's the checkered nothingness background layer of whoops there's supposed to be something on top here there's supposed to be something here but now somebody shut it off and forgot to turn it back that was on. awesome and they fixed what was it the spelling of ice or something the lyrics after the first episode oh um, what word was that first they misspelled uh kamei sentence with uh sato masaharu um, Masaharu. They spelled his yeah. name wrong? They spelled his name wrong, so they fixed that. Okay. And then there was a lyric. Yeah, there was a lyric. That there was in English. I think it was a, a C and then S were transposed. Mm-hmm. It was something like that. I forget what word it was, yeah. Man, that's the stuff you remember. It's weird. Uh, We're done here. Are we? Yep. I was just looking it up. I have no idea when this episode will go out, because I do have a busy week ahead of me, but uh, this was a great episode. I'm glad to catch up with you, dude. Yeah, it's been, oh, Paradise. Ah, oh, that's it. Yep. And yeah, they spelled it. I was wrong. right. I thought it was ice. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, there you go. Keith, what I want to leave you with, sir. Mm-hmm. All right. If you 
would like to play Final Fantasy fourteen with some cool people. Yes. You What you want to do is you want to buy the game. You can buy it on PC. You can buy it on PS3. Mm-hmm. PS4 version is in demo right now. The full version is coming out, I think, in April. What you want to do is you want to buy that game. You want to create your character. And the server you want to play on is Midgard Sormer. That's what you want to do. Okay. And you want to play with us. And let me know. Hit me up. I want to know if you're playing and I want you on that server. We're going to create a free company, which is like a guild or something. And I'm Mm -hmm. going to make you shitty low level armor (laughs) and you're going to run around. And I might even give you a horse head to run around with because I don't know what the fuck to do with them myself. I have three of them. I think I have four of them. I don't know. What what do you need four of them for? They're different colors. Can you leave them in people's beds? (laughs) I don't know. Um... If we get enough people and we make enough money, we can actually build a house. So maybe I can do that in the future. Nice. I'm in. Uh, No, you're not. But I do want a horse head, though. I'll take another picture of me and a horse head. Okay. Thank you. So, yeah, I'm playing a lot of uh, Final Fantasy XIV. I say a lot of. I don't have a lot of time to play it, but the time that I do play, I'm having a good time. Got some friends signed up on it. Uh, I know our buddy Joe uh, Space Kappa is going to be joining in on the PS4 version uh, in a little bit. And I hear some other folks are playing. A couple of folks, unfortunately, on different servers. You are all on the wrong servers. You want to be on Midgard Stormer. That's where you want to be. I've, I've seen those Twitter battles. Oh, Heath, Heath, Heath. Emergency. This just in from Julian. You just got a text? Yes, I do. Oh, it's not really an emergency. It's just finally going to get to JSTARS updates. No. Oh. <laughs> That would have been hilarious. Breaking news live on the podcast a day later. Uh, Thank you, sir. Thanks for having me. It's been fun. Yeah. We need to do this again more often. Uh, I would like to. I mean, the idea is it's a weekly podcast, but when you have kids, and not that I do, mm-hmm. but other folks do. Well, you have you have kids, sort of. <laughs> I guess one of them is as large as one. Yes. Oh, uh, Jasmine, I think I'm going to have to kick her out of the house because she broke one of my Dragon Box scouters. Oh. <gasps> No. Yeah, I think I gotta give her the boot. I think we're done. What does Mary have to say about that? She's like, can't you super glue it back together? And it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's you, you know the scatters. It's yeah. um where the the ear plastic piece comes around. That mm-hmm. piece, the the part that goes into the more solid piece, where you can kind of like adjust. Attached. Yeah, yeah. You can yeah. adjust its length. Um, it broke off, so part of it is still inside that piece, and that's like the thinnest part of the plastic. So I don't know that I can do it. You can try. She's been stealing things and hoarding them and hiding them. If you leave anything out, the other day, um, I'm upstairs and I hear this like clink, clink, clink. Clink, clink, clink. I look downstairs. She's doing loops around the bottom floor with my earbuds in her mouth. They're just trailing behind her. Like, so I love cats. Yeah. When there are other people's. Yep. So your son is stealing your food. My cat is stealing Mm -hmm. my shit. Yeah. Well, I've, I've trained my son to not go near my shelf. (laughs) Um, but he's allowed to go other places. He pushes all of our DVDs all the way back. (laughs) <laughs> so because i'm ocd you know i have them all uh-huh, out around the end, uh-huh. you know and they're perfectly lined up in alphabetical next order. thing i was gonna say next thing you know he's gonna be putting one out of alphabetical order just to I fuck know. with you oh but it's fun good i mean one day one day he did go oh what was he trying to get one of my dysentu who's trying to get off the shelf and you're like no sir you will and not and i'm like no and my wife is you know on the couch across the room Good job. Grab the other one. Like, really? <laughs> yep. That's what I have to, to struggle with. Uh, so Heath, www.knzn.com. You can also find us on all sorts of social media. Hit us up. Yep. 
Also pay attention because right before we podcast, we usually send something out. Maybe we're going to be live podcasting. You never know. Maybe we just want your thoughts on Kai. We got stuff. Uh, sometimes I post it up every place. Sometimes I choose. Today I chose Twitter. Mm, yeah. You never know. Follow us everywhere. Uh, if you want, we don't normally say this, but uh, at Fujito EX, at Hujio, you can talk to us there too. Yeah. Uh, at Herms98, at Saya Jedi. That's right. You can hit them up. Talk to everyone. I want to talk to you about Final Fantasy XIV. Don't talk to me about Dragon Ball. I never would. Thank you, sir. We're done. Wrap it up. All right. Sounds good. I'm going to bed. Uh, yeah, I think we do. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye.